It's good to see all of you. Kind of a funny day. It's like uh, we turned the, the calendar back to February today. Um, but, uh, but here we are and uh, it's, uh, except for the clouds overhead, it still feels a lot like spring at the, um, at the Zen Center for the noon sit today. The cherry blossoms were, were all kind of falling on the, on the patio. It's getting to be the end of, of their blooming season. And uh, it was uh, still comfortable enough to sit outside. So it uh, uh, truly is, truly is spring. And um, tonight I, I thought I'd look at, at uh, Dogen once again, um, his fascicle on awakening the mind of enlightenment. And it has a lot to do with, with um, what we've been looking at in the loving kindness sashin and classes that we just had, for, for instance, um, uh, awakening to our heart. Uh, it has a lot to do with, um, with uh, some of the stuff we've been talking about in the precepts class once a month in the precepts class, uh, the precepts are, are pointing us towards harmonious engagement. So uh, this awakening, this is a little hint, this awakening the mind of, en of, en <clears throat> excuse me, of enlightenment is a lot about how we connect, how we engage completely in the world. So Dogen first um, starts off with a, a quote by Bodhidharma, trying to explain what this mind of enlightenment is. Bodhidharma said, each mind is like wood and stone. The mind spoken of here is the suchness of mind. It is the mind of the whole earth. This, um, this suchness is the, just this, the, the mind that, that's fully engaged with just this moment, just this environment, just this world right now. Uchiyama Roshi said that, um, that this is the mind um, that arises before ego kicks in. So not the mind of my likes and my dislikes, or, um, but uh, this is the mind of just awareness, paying complete attention, not leaving anything out. Um, the mind of the whole earth. What a great, what a great image. Uh, that, 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 that would be a good, a good line for Zazen instruction. Can we sit here with the mind of the whole earth? 
can we just sit here and be the whole earth? And, uh, and where do we go with that? We just get big. We just expand until we are the whole earth. So this, so this mind of awakening is the mind of the whole earth. This, this um, wood and stone mind of suchness without ego is the mind of the whole earth. Just sit here and be the whole earth. And even, even as we're looking at this screen of, of 19 or so uh, individuals, we're this, we're the whole earth here. This, this, uh, uh, this, is, this is our mind, is this whole earth. We're, we're, we're taking in all of us at the same time. And we're, we know each other. We've sat with each other before. Um, and so we're, we're the whole works. And then this mind of wood and stone is just, just being um, before, the, before the ego arises. Um, the mind of wood and stone. You know, there's an image in Buddhism, <clears throat> in Zen, that we sit like a dead tree, um, that we're just, that we're just this, this solid dead tree firmly connected to the ground. And, and there's another image, I, I mix, I'm mixing some of the images here, but this dead tree sometimes shoots out a little branch with a bloom on it. Um, so uh, we, we sit so solid um, and then this little branch can sometimes come out in the spring uh, with a little blossom that says, oh, it's alive, it's connected. It's not, so this mind of wood and stone is not a sort of a lifeless um, uh, mind. It's a mind that is, is fully engaged, is just still and aware and fully engaged with the, with the whole earth, such that uh, as quiet and old as it looks, this little branch comes out in the spring because it's connected to the whole earth. And, and, uh, and in spring, the branches and the blossoms come out. So this is the awakened, th this is the enlightened mind of, of wood and stone. It's awake, it's connected, it's the whole earth that leaves nothing out. <clears throat> Let me go on with, with Dogen's and, and Bodhidharma's beautiful words. It is the mind of the whole earth. Therefore, it is the mind of self and other. <clears throat> Each mind of all the people on the earth, as well as the enlightened ones in all the worlds, and the divas, or the devas, and the dragons, and so on, that is wood and stone. 
there is no other mind outside of this. So uh, he really wants us to know that um, this is a, a mind that, that we all share before the ego arises, that it's aware, it's connected, it's still, it leaves nothing out. In a later paragraph, Dogen goes on. <clears throat> the conditions of awakening the mind for enlightenment are not a matter of bringing forth the mind from elsewhere. Dogen wants us to know that uh, this isn't something that, that we, we look for uh, or that we, we do special practices to achieve down the line. We don't bring this from elsewhere, Dogen says. It's right here. It's uh, because, because we're nothing but the whole earth. And we just realize this, this wholeness that um, we are all the time. It's not a mind that we bring forth from elsewhere. <clears throat> bringing forth the mind of enlightenment is picking up a blade of grass and making a Buddha. Picking, it is presenting Buddha with sand. It is presenting Buddha with soup. It is giving food to living beings. It is presenting flowers to Buddha. Um, this, this blade of grass um, uh, it means <clears throat> with our awakened mind, we see that the, the simplest, the merest thing, a, grade, a blade of grass that we might just be stepping on as we walk across the park, this simple blade of grass is the whole earth, is nothing but wood and stone mind. <clears throat> um, it's, it's about making, making uh, with our enlightened mind, <coughs> please excuse me, with our enlightened mind, uh, the most mundane becomes, becomes Buddha, becomes holy. Um, so uh, this is the, with a blade of grass, we make a Buddha. It is presenting Buddha with sand. Uh, there's a story of, um, of uh, the Buddha going on alms rounds and a young child just puts, puts a handful of sand in his basket. This is my gift for you, Buddha. This is all that I can come up with right now, but I wanna, give a gift to Buddha. So this is, this is pointing towards, uh, towards our, some of our ceremonies and some of our, our um, services um, where we make offerings to Buddha. Uh, a few lines down, it says it's giving food to the Buddha. 
is presenting flowers to the Buddha. So we had a we had a great discussion in in our precepts class the other night about um, the the forms and ceremonies that we have so many of in our Soto Zen tradition. And Dogen says doing these forms and ceremonies is nothing is nothing but awakening the mind of enlightenment in the same way that our sitting is, in the same way that our chanting is. So these, these offerings and ceremonies is arousing, establishing Bodhi mind, establishing the mind of awakening. And presenting soup. Uh, you know, we always have rice on the altar you know, for our big ceremonies, <clears throat> presenting soup to the Buddha. And then the next line is presenting soup to other living beings. And uh, so uh, one, one thing that all of these things have in common is uh, that uh, it's opening the heart when we're presenting flowers to the Buddha on the altar, when we're giving um, food to other people, whether we're cooking in Sashin, whether we're cooking for friends or whether our, our group that, um, that takes soup to the, the homeless garden on Fridays, um, it's, it's all about being fully engaged with, with, our, with our hearts. Um, and this is, this, is, this is the deal. Um, the manifestation of this Bodhi mind, this awakened mind, which might <clears throat> look like meditation, that might be still and unmoving, that might look like a, a dead tree, solid as a dead tree. It manifests in the world as connection with our hearts and the activities that we do that we do uh, uh, with, with our hearts, the way we engage with each other, the way we engage with um, the people that we meet at the grocery store, the way we are active at, at work. This, um, um, This goes on. Uh, this 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 um, this lecture. Uh, he gave two lectures titled um, "Arousing the Mind of Enlightenment" in the same day, um, and it was a work day at the temple. And uh, they were they were doing a lot more than than our work days. Uh, they weren't just gardening. I think they were kind of building a new temple. And so the supporters of the temple, the townspeople were there working side by side with the monks and the nuns. And uh, maybe at the break before lunch, uh, Dogen gave a lecture to the whole group uh, about awakening the mind of enlightenment. And then late in the day, when the townspeople had gone home and the work was all done for the day, 
Dogen said, uh, you know, I've got a few more thoughts on awakening this enlightened mind that he shared with the, um, the monks and nuns at the temple. So there's two lectures back, back to back on awakening mind. So this is, this is talking about their work. Therefore, the present building of shrines, the fashioning of Buddha statues, and so on, is indeed awakening the mind for enlightenment. This is considered unfabricated virtue. This is considered unmade virtue. This is observation of true suchness, uh, meaning you know, total engagement with uh, the whole earth. This is observation of the nature of things. This is absorption in the, into the assembly of Buddhas. When, when we're working there on Sangha day, like we did Saturday, um, our work day, uh, we were absorbed with all of us Buddhas there that day. Uh, we were completely absorbed in that activity and connecting and visiting with each other. Finally, after a year, we were seeing each other for sometimes for the first time. We were absorbed in the, in the um, assembly of Buddhas on that work day. Um, this is attaining the mind of the Buddha. This is the mind of su supreme, he's, 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 he's revving up here. This is the mind of supreme perfect enlightenment. This is the function of sainthood, he says. Maybe this is Thomas Cleary's uh, translation of another word, but uh, I think Thomas Cleary wanted to uh, uh, have a big crescendo uh, here. This is, this is the function of sainthood. This is the manifestation of a Buddha. Outside of this, there is nothing else. Um, so, uh, so that's that's what he that's what he's that's what Dogen said to all the people helping build build the temple. Um, that it's nothing but supreme perfect enlightenment being there together doing the chores. It's nothing but sainthood. When um, when Ken, for instance, was pulling weeds in the garden on Saturday, he didn't think he was using wood and stone mind, but he was completely engaged in the ecosystem of his life, which was in the assembly of all the Buddhas. When, when for instance, um, Barbara uh, is uh, transcribing Catherine's lectures one after the other. Um, and uh, she doesn't think she's using the wood and stone mind. She's just completely engaged in the ecosystem of her life for the benefit of all beings. When Sandra is ringing the bells for service, she doesn't think she's using the wood and stone mind. She's just fully engaged with the Zendo all around her, with the assembly of Buddhas all around her, chanting and bowing. 
for the benefit of all beings. So this, this, is, this is how Dogen describes our awakened, enlightened mind, this complete, whole engagement. Without ego, before the ego arises, just, just the connection. Dogen's got more. To do some good at the behest of honor of others, to honor Buddha while being disturbed by demons is also awakening the mind for enlightenment. Um, we've talked in, in other ways about how this, this practice of Zen has never, has, was never designed to be done by ourselves. Um, sometimes we think we're in the early morning when we're driving to the Zendo and we walk quietly into the, into the Zendo in the dark of the morning by ourselves and we can barely see others and then we face the wall. We, we might think initially that this is um, an individual practice or there might be times that we think we're doing an individual practice. But this um, practice of ours is, has always been designed uh, to be this full, complete uh, connection with the assembly of Buddhas all around us. So our, our work days uh, is, um, uh, anybody's invited to go to the Zen Center at any time and, and uh, pull oxalis uh, when the spirit moves them but uh, uh, which is also uh, Dogen, I think would say, is awakening the mind of enlightenment. But uh, the events that we do at, at our Zen center and in our practice life are always done together in the assembly, assembly of Buddhas. So, um, so Dogen, we, we, uh, so Dogen uh, goes on to say, I just read it, to do some good at the behest of others. That's the point I wanted to make, that this mind of enlightenment always includes the benefit of all beings. And, 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 and even when we were uh, this, this Saturday uh, uh, pulling weeds or, or arranging the kitchen or, or uh, cleaning our dusty zendo, which we haven't been in for a year, and, and uh, the dust was certainly settled. We were all doing that together and for the benefit, excuse me, of our practice, for the benefit of each other, for the benefit of all beings. So, um, so um, to do some good at the behest of others, to honor Buddha while being disturbed by demons is awakening the mind for enlightenment. So we, we all heard yesterday the um, uh, message from, from the, the Floyd family. Um, the, 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 the Floyd family, there's, there's no uh, denying that their uh, 
they're invaded by the demons of grief and sadness now at the loss of their brother. But the message that they said one after another, the brothers, the cousins, the aunts, one after another, they say, you know, this has been a Dharma gate for us. Uh, let, let this be a Dharma gate for the whole world. Let's all walk through this together and keep up this activity of complete engagement for racial justice. Um, we, can't, we can't go back to sleep. Um, this has to be a Dharma gate, even though we're, we're, um, we're, um, we've been befallen by demons. Um, we, we have to keep walking through this gate. Um, we, somehow we have to keep totally engaged, um, not with the ego mind, but with our enlightened mind, with our heart, uh, which is the uniquely human organ of connection. Can we just stay connected? Can we stay engaged in this activity towards racial justice and not, not go back to sleep. That, that was the message that they gave us, even though they were um, filled with the demons of, of grief and sadness. It reminds me of, um, of the, the fascicle that we studied um, Oh, a month or so ago, about um, when, when Dogen was teaching, do all good. Um, Dogen, the name of that fascicle is um, avoid evil, do all good, purify the mind. And, uh, and the good part is defined um, broadly. Um, as uh, the activities that lead towards the liberation of suffering for all beings. So, and, and Dogen was very clear that do and good are not separate, that, that there is no good without an activity that manifests this heart and this awakened mind. So, so good in the world is not an idea or an ideal. It's the activity um, that leads towards the liberation from suffering. Our, our religion, Buddhism is said to be an orthopractic religion, which means, it, which means we do things like sit, like garden, like chant, um, to, to um, settle in to the reality of this, of this earth. We do, we, we don't study, it's not orthodoxy. We don't study and get deeper and deeper into reality. We do something to um, fully um, abide in the reality of this life. And that's what the 
the Floyd family was, was teaching us. Um, let's walk through this gate, even though demons are all around us, let's keep walking through this gate um, to keep the spirit of racial justice alive. So this was uh, Dogen's message on arousing Bodhi mind, seeing the world through the lens of our awakened nature. Uh, so maybe uh, we'll end here and uh, segue into announcements. Beings are numberless. I vow to save them. Delusions are inexhaustible. I vow to end them. Dharma gates are boundless. I vow to enter them. Buddha's way is unsurpassable. I vow to become it.